0: Dispensers of pest, gulking out at the cons, Renaissance fest watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trackie, eh. sit back and watch as the Uber Geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition
1: of a fan.
0: Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast! And here's your host, a guy with the Mach 5 in his pants, Derek McCaw!
2: This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of Fanboy Planet, and for the first time in weeks, your introduction actually pleases me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're here with the Fanboy Planet Podcast on Wednesday, May 7th, 2008, Podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725, El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara. With me are my friends, faithful companions, and uh, it's like the Amazing Three. It's not like Doc Savage's Amazing Five. The Amazing Three. We got, of course, uh, my announcer, Mr. Lon Lopez. Mm-hmm. Sitting in with uh, some scruff. We haven't had him for a few weeks, Mr.
3: Michael
1: Goodson. I think he's a scruff.
4: Hmm.
2: Mm. There's a pun there. I'm not quite getting. No. No.
3: No. I think he's going for scroll, Scroll. but I don't scroll. I'm not sure he's executing scroll. He's a scroll. It's all in the
2: lower part of the face. Uh, Right. Right. Yeah. That's he's hiding. Uh, Yeah. Okay.
3: Electra's a scroll. (laughs)
2: Okay. And of course, moral arbiter and the man who just caused a lot of trouble. Sound engineer, Mister Rick Brett Brett Snyder. Snyder. I don't know why we have to say Mister, but there we are. (laughs) Good to have you. Anyway. Feeling like queuing, so we've got a lot to talk about. We got more, We've got. I uh, say, I say, probably the biggest. Uh the biggest news this week is uh, is movie-related but Marvel-related because a lot of Marvel Studios news came out in the wake of Iron Man doing extremely well. We've got some television stuff to talk about, uh, which we didn't get to last week because we were so busy with our fantastic summer movie preview episode. Download it now if you haven't already. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, Long got some interesting email this week. And we're going to talk, of course, comics because that's really why we're here, sitting in a comic book store. That's uh, where it all comes from. And so let us begin this week to tie in with the movie Iron Man. Marvel launched a new Iron Man series, the Invincible Iron Man, which was what it was originally called, wasn't it? Well, it was, yeah. Wasn't it always Invincible Iron
0: Man?
1: Oh, or back, yeah, it was Tales, Tales of Stonics, of and then yeah, okay. they broke out. and I think it was Invincible Iron right. Man. It was
2: the Invincible Iron Man for many years. Then in the multitude of relaunches, it just became Iron, Iron Man. Man. Now it's Iron Man, director of S.H.I.E.L.D., and, the, t- and that series is still running, that,
1: that, I believe. But continued the old numbering. So what
0: was the one that just came out maybe three or four years ago that was like a relaunch and had the nice painting and everything?
2: Rusterific? No. What was uh, – uh, Warren Ellis was writing it with uh, Adi Granov, right? Maybe. So been a number of, number of short Iron series. Was that just Iron Man? And that's where, yeah, and that's where he got the extremists. Right. Uh, okay. And then it, that kind of stopped when they <laughs> took Adi Granov away to design the armor for the movie. Oh, he still oh. has extremists. No, 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 Adi Granov is the oh. artist. I'm sorry. No, I know it sounds see. like I've got some sort of disease. Wait, what's, disease, this, what's again? <laughs> what make fun of. Extremis again? extremist is that is that
1: – It was a virus.
2: This virus in his system now, a tech upgrade that has basically made him full of nanites and he can control the armor mentally, like oh, inner armor But
1: it was that this actually, incredibly deadly virus that would kill one uh, – kill name. everyone. That kind of makes one, it one, him – 99 le- out of 100 people. That
0: kind of makes him less impressive as an inventor. You know what I mean? Like – well, now you can control everything mentally with your mind instead of being the cool hero that could invent, you know, invented all the mm-hmm. cool weapons. Now he just has a power. Well, you know there was I mean? also
1: a storyline where his his brain and neural um, makeup was, was that great. was ultimate. That was Ultimate it's, Iron Man. Okay, uh, yeah.
2: that's the Orson Scott Card Ultimate Iron Man series okay. of miniseries has done that. So but regardless, in so this Iron new Man. Invincible Iron Man, they got who is rapidly becoming one of my favorite writers. You can just trust him, Matt Fraction. I started oh, yeah. off years ago writing uh Casanova for image probably not Do you like four ago.
0: fourths of his
1: work?
2: I might. Why are you uh well, he's doing Matt. fractions? Oh he's mad fractions. <laughs> oh I got him. You no. got you <laughs> got hooked in on that one. Sucka, I got Lopez. <laughs> okay, you're buying me dinner yes. for that one. Uh <laughs> and he did <laughs> fell, too. He no, Warren uh, or another fall. Oh, pardon me. Yes, you're right. Yes. No,
1: it's I'm getting mistaken with the uh, yeah,
2: yeah. But 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 Fraction mm. went over to Marvel mm. and started writing, well, he's writing, written the Immortal Iron Fist with um, with Ed Brubaker. Right. And he's writing the Punisher right now, War Journal. Now, is he going to continue? He just finished the that uh, Lost Cities arc. He's leaving Iron Fist. He's right. leaving Iron Fist because now he's on this Iron Man. And I've He got just this. likes iron. He just likes iron. So here's this basically, you've seen Iron Man in the theaters. He's doing Iron Kid's bread as, next. As everyone has. You walk into the comic book store, and this is the book that Marvel hopes you will pick up because it's sort of got a combination of the status quo of the movie and the status quo of how he is in, in the in the comics. And
0: this just in, didn't it sell out already? And it is sold out already here in the at, store. at yeah. uh,
2: Elusive Comics and Games. Well, I'm sure they can order more, though, if you But let's explain the why, state. though.
0: I mean, it's got
1: the movie. It's it, a photo cover, right? It's, well, there some are two of the issues. covers. There are three covers, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, I've only Steve seen told two. me there were three covers. Okay, so I, uh, I've seen that one. I've seen the photo cover. There was oh, apparently it's, a third uh, Matt one.
2: Matt Fraction writing and Salvador Larroca doing art, and it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, take a look, Michael. Uh, and basically, the villain uh, is the son of Obadiah Stane, who uh, has been Obi Stane. Uh, no, he's Ezekiel. Opie. Obi. That's right. They call him, they call Obi him Obi in the Obi movie. It is so bizarre. Like, go to bed, Obi.
0: I was like, are you talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi? What yeah. They yeah. One? That's the uh, and they're Opie. trying to make that connection, I guess.
2: Yeah. Opie. Now if only Ron Howard had played Obadiah <laughs> Stane, that <laughs> would have <Yeah>. been impressive. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, his son Ezekiel, who people didn't know he had a son, apparently, and then he's come out in the order in the book The Order. But you don't need to have read that. It just does a really good job of introducing the villain, of of getting the order was canceled or it ended last week. So Pepper Potts went back to be Tony Stark's assistant. So this book opens where you've got Pepper, you've got um, Salt, and you've got Jim, Jim Rhodes makes an appearance. Uh, so it's like it's something that people who only know Iron Man from the, from the movie, and then there are a lot of people that are suddenly aware of it. Mean, you know, again, we, I lose track of that. Well, of course I knew who that is and how many people had no idea. Do we
0: know if in uh, regular continuity Obadiah Stane is dead?
2: I don't know, but I would assume so because that kind of um, is the motivation for his son. Right, right. Getting, trying to get revenge okay. on Okay,
0: I could have swore he died a long time ago, but you never know when they no, come I, back. I, I, or, I, know?
2: I think he did, and I mm-hmm. think he's in one of those rare cases. Of, he's Bucky did. Oh, wait. Right, right. But anyway. Um so I thought it was a really good read. Now, uh, Good jumping
0: on point for I a non-Iron Man a good, reader? I
2: thought it was because I think Matt Fraction is a really good writer, mm-hmm. really accessible. He wrote a lot in this. Yeah, you were saying it felt, it felt very well, you
1: Well, we just picked up our comics, right? And, yeah. and you said, read this. And Lon and I both kind of went, okay. And we sat down. So we and, sat
0: down to read it. And then and we
1: realized we needed that. a PhD to understand it. No, so. no. Oh, okay. It was just a lot. I mean, there was a lot to read, so we, didn't, we skipped through. Yes. Oh, so, so if i had If I had room, a yeah.
0: controlled setting where we could just sit and focus and read. Someplace quiet. Yeah, some maybe, someplace Maybe, a maybe queen, your
1: apartment. A clean, well lighted place for comics. There's a bathroom right behind. Or you. like a library. Low no, it lighting Smells like poo, though. Candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe some incense. Yeah. Potpourri. Magnum of just champagne. A little, little
0: jazz in the background. Okay,
1: sure. sure.
2: You'd read it. Um, yeah, so, well, I, then I, I guess I'm alone in yes, having an yeah, opinion of. of it. I thought it was a really good jumping on point. Again, just like the movie Iron Man, I'm not a huge Iron Man fan, but I found it really readable and really, really interesting. No, I it. thought
0: the, I got, you know, I got pretty much through it. I thought the introduction of the villain was pretty powerful and good. I like the artwork. Um, you know, it's definitely, you know, I'm not big on the whole Tony Stark shield thing, you know, just like you were saying. I didn't like the mm-hmm. fact
1: that they put him in a shield uniform because that's, I think it's the first time I've seen him in a shield uniform. Mm-hmm. He's always been like in a suit or and, Tony Stark clothes or was even, the Iron Man. There was there.
0: even a line too where he said something about there was a, some attack that happens in it, and he's like, "When are we getting down there? We're going down there now. We're going to obliterate them, or something like that." Or there was some hmm. really aggressive line, and I was just kind of like, "Wow, okay, that's."
2: Well, the Shield part was—I will admit to you—I feel kind of was extraneous to. It could have been an Iron Man story without right. without Shield, but that's that's who he is, and if you stay right. through the end credits of the movie. It's yeah. like people are going to go, "Oh, that's where it's going to head." Oh, okay. Feeling like they're seeing ahead into the continuity. Hopefully not. Well, you know, not for the movie. We are going to talk about
0: the movie later, right?
2: I guess we can. We talked okay. about it a bit last week, but Well, no, we all, all about seen it. About now, now you've yeah. all seen it. That's yeah. true. That's true. So, the other kind of big event that's been teased for us for a long time that came out this week is Avengers Invaders number 1, bringing Cap back, Alex Ross and Jim Kruger. The only thing I thought of Noto I read it and it was like, "Eh, it was okay. But the only thing of note that I don't understand is that it's a co-production with Dynamite Entertainment. And I don't know why.
1: Because they use that flame that Dynamite has on all their covers?
2: Oh, is that it? That's it. I, the only thing I could think was that... Was it, they, I mean, seriously. Because Alex Ross and Jim Kruger are simultaneously doing this Project Superpower, uh-huh. uh, which is using all these public domain World War II Golden Age heroes, that because their team is doing that already, that it's like the same team is doing this Avengers Invaders thing... I, I don't understand how Dynamite jumped on the back. Which, by the way, uh, and they? I found this really bizarre, I, I got, saw a rumor this morning that Project Superpower has been picked up
1: for a movie adaptation. Oh. Well, maybe if those guys are under some kind of exclusive contract. Well, you know right now that
0: phone. after the numbers Iron Man did, all those Hollywood execs are going, find me a superhero property. Oh, again. Find yeah. Me,
1: again.
2: Yeah. Find, maybe Sparks. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Coming out in June.
1: No, Derek, that would be crazy. They'd be, they'd be insane to do that.
2: Ixnay on the insane name. Full
0: disclosure, that's Derek's comic.
2: Yeah, And then uh, Derek edits that full disclosure. No, right. I'm, I'm using reverse psychology on them. Oh, okay. Yeah. S.A. on the arc spay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, overall I thought the story was just kind of eh, except that it was kind of uh, – Alex Ross and Jim Krueger wrote Spider-Man fairly well, uh, but he's fight- Spider-Man's fighting the Thunderbolts, and then for some reason, the invaders are facing off against the Nazis, as they were often wont to do, and they get sent forward in time from 1943, so there's kind of like this, that's Cap, only Cap, which one of those lame things they always have to do, only Cap could have laid waste to the Thunderbolts like that. Really, I could name them <laughs> half a dozen right now that you know could have done that, but but still. Nomad? Sure, sure, except he's dead.
3: A century. Uh-oh.
2: The Sentry, absolutely Spider-Man, but the Sentry apparently wasn't fighting in World War II. I guess uh, pansy, but and it's again, Division. it's one of those things too where Bucky is like, I just, I'm still uncomfortable with the like rewriting Bucky's character as always kind of this street smart a hole that to to match how he is as the Winter Soldier and as Captain America now. It's like like that idea that he was secretly so much darker. Just it, it just bugs me, and I don't. know Do you know, know to,
0: teenagers though?
2: Yeah, I, I do. They're, they're like that. that. Okay. They're secretly a lot really? darker. Sneaking
3: around at night, <laughs> <They just> snapping <laughs> necks of Nazis. <laughs> yes. You know, you see them, you're all... You're all <laughs> well, God was, bless the youth yeah. of America. Dressed Thank in you. Catholic schoolgirl outfits. <laughs> like, how was school
0: today, Tim? That's the untold it was great. Bucky story.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: It's true. They hide all the time.
1: <laughs> so Bucky and Cap are in this? And are they... Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he said trying to get back. Um, Bucky and Cap, they're there they are. So... Uh, Another the human torch. They're both going to find out that uh, one of them is dead and one of them's alive, and they're going to be really surprised yeah. well, because. Well, I mean, it's that's like the
2: big promise. Of, it was the promise when it was announced. 50 years later. When the, the painting, the concept painting that Alex Ross had done for it was first released, like, what, seven months ago, eight months ago? Yeah. On the heels of Captain America getting killed. Yeah. yeah. So it was like this idea that he's going to come forward in time and see, you know, what, ha- what has happened. While well, in the actual Captain America book, they've. Something's going on with his corpse. He ain't dead. So, you know. Uh, who knows? What? Are you telling me I have to go read Captain America now?
0: No. Well,
3: they haven't, oh, okay. they haven't gone. I know what c-
2: happens when I tell you you have to read something. We'll go, sum it
3: up after. Good. Well, the yeah. corpse
1: the corpse withered strangely, right? And then yeah. They,
2: and now it's, you know, the Red Skull They dropped has it. it
1: into the Antarctic and
2: it sank. Oh. No, it wasn't into a Lazarus pit?
1: Uh-oh. No. Okay. One uh, publisher.
2: So, speaking of something coming back from the dead, there's a trade paperback this week. That's going to possibly tie into DC continuity to kind of switch sides. And it's muy
0: caliente, too, isn't it?
4: Muy Very hot? Muy yeah.
0: caliente. Well, I just was trying to use Spanish because, you know. Why? Because it's a segue.
2: Oh. Ah, because it's Aztec, the ultimate right. man. One of Grant Morrison and Mark Miller's earliest. Or do we used we have, you told me that it's, is it Mark Millar? Is it, do I get, okay, it's I'd say Miller. Miller. It's Miller. Miller, Miller. yes. Mylar. Mark Mylar, okay. he's very shiny. Uh, it's one of their first uh, collaborations. and one of their first uh, books for DC. Uh, Aztec actually pre, I think, predated um, JLA like by one month. He started this series, which was kind of set he was apart part of the JLA relaunch. He did become that. well. Eventually, he wasn't there at the very beginning, but he did join. He once that book was canceled. He can so it's only I think eleven issues, um, and it's really one of the few I'd say really accessible like grant morrison playing with superhero ideas in a way that the common man can understand kind of thing <laughs> i don't think that if you read it out of order or anything your testicles shrink there's no there's no hidden um spell that grant morrison is casting you don't know that he what writes, happens if you read it all at once? is that what your doctor told you no apparently that's what if you read the uh, the invisibles in one sitting it, it the whole thing forms like a sigil that's supposed to uh, make you irresistible to women Hear that kids? I'm, I'm it's not true. I'm not kidding. Got to read the letter pages I've too. There's that claim that he's dealing with necromancy. So anyway, but Aztec does not have that. Instead, it's just a really interesting story with a kind of a different origin that ties into the mainstream DC universe. Ultimately, got played out in JLA, and you've been working your way through the trades of, of his yep. of his JLA run. But apparently, Final Crisis is going to bring bring in like every thread that Grant Morrison has planted anywhere in the DC universe is going to come back into the into the Final Crisis. So we haven't really seen Aztec as a character, though he is one of those Mattel action figures from Justice League Unlimited. You can get yourself a little. Well, Aztec-doll. he was on the show. He was on the show. I think wow. he even had a line.
0: Yeah, he's an insignificant character though.
2: Well, he's only one of them. He's like Crimson Avenger.
0: But how did let's let's tell the people what what was the fate of Aztec?
2: <laughs> I barely remember. I think he went. He was blinded, and didn't he sacrifice he himself? He sacrificed himself at the very end of the JLA run. But there was the very it was an implication I, know, I remember definitely in the letter column they said his story is not over mm. well they always say that it's been many, many years, and now final crisis as as might, he might take care of, it. of our hearts they always Absolutely. say that so they can keep the trademark. They dropped his body into the Antarctic <laughs> and uh,
0: and the one who died was a scroll,
2: but uh, you know anyway so the trade paperback is is out this week, and it's a good read, and the the, the back is it had low circulation, obviously, so there's not a lot of back issues floating around. I th- I'm pretty sure they're cheap. You just can't find them, so I would say get them in the trade paperback. The other thing is, the series did suffer from a lot of like bad printing errors, you know. So, um, so getting get corrected in the trade paperback is the way to go. So, I'm that's my weird that's recommendation. Your, your of the recommendation,
1: week. weird recommendation of the week.
2: Well, yeah, you know, okay. it's an obscure series, uh, and but it is going to tie into. Final Crisis, which today, I guess today, Entertainment Weekly went live with a five-page Ew. preview. Ew.com. Hmm. That is
1: awkward, isn't
0: it? They, you know, one of the few mainstream magazines to push comics, right? I
1: mean... Yeah. and we know. This is pretty cool. Aside from Vogue. Well, that's... Uh, that that's, was not
2: pushing uh, them. That was like they... <laughs> I don't know. That was bizarre. But I appreciate your having brought that in. Um... Yeah, because a couple weeks ago they ran The Secret, uh, or I guess a month ago already has been The Secret Invasion number 1 preview. Uh, They've been running reviews of graphic novels and comic books for quite some time. Yeah, for a while. And so, yeah, they've really paid attention to it. They are owned by Time Warner. They always have to say that, you know, full disclosure. They are of the same company, parent company that owns DC. They're fair fair and balanced. But they are fair and balanced. They don't, you know, there's no excitement over one publisher uh, over another. Uh, so it's nice to see the final crisis on the heels of the, of the secret invasion. And yet, what do we know and what do we think of what we saw in those five pages?
0: Not a whole lot, though, right?
1: Uh, what do I know after reading that? Uh, sky Goes Red, Lightning. Um, Rene Montoya is the question. Rene is Montoya back? is yes. back. Yeah, that was, that was probably the probably. Orion is not dead. Orion is not Although dead. Although the Black Neither Racer is going to coming.
2: Both of those characters, I thought, had died. In I thought
1: the Black Racer had died
2: early. Yeah, I thought he died early on in the in the the death of the New Gods. Yeah, and
1: so I'm a little confused by but that. This guy's costume looks strange. Okay, it's got like extra yeah, pointy edges on it. That's, the Racer that's just not looked like the Black
3: Racer.
2: Somebody else is flying around. No, stage. That, guy, that guy's wearing like an armor. He's got, it's got of like bandage. incredibly it, huge duck clown feet. Oh, I see the spikes now. I didn't see that the first time. But yeah. I think one of the things is, you know, as if these new gods are getting
1: revived, they're yeah, going to be. Yeah, I am wondering if they're just new versions of the new old versions. new gods. That's uh,
2: Penance from uh, Thunderbolt
0: no. it looks oh, like.
1: Oh, wow. It's what a crossover. Final Crisis. They're new
3: is, and improved gods. Final
2: Crisis is bigger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we'll see. I don't know that anything out of DC Universe number zero spins out. I would like to say, by the way, though, if you bought the 50 cents uh, DC Universe number zero, the Superman and the Legion of Superheroes story makes no sense in the DC Universe number zero. But in last week's action comics, the story ties in perfectly, yeah. which again reminds me, yeah, I do like Jeff Johns as a writer. It's just that somehow it just didn't work in that, in that uh, 50 cent book. All right, I, But I did reread it after Free Comic Book Day, and I was like, okay, it made a little more sense than, as you say, sitting down here with a lot of noise, people going, hey, is that DC Universe number zero? What do you think? I'm trying to think right All now. All
0: right. I think <coughs> I need – we need you to do a service to the listeners and the readers out there. Okay, so here's – Do I
2: get to wear my Zorlac hat? Here's, yes. You're going to Zorlac do out. Do you anyway.
0: ever
3: take it off? <laughs> Okay, so Final
0: Crisis comes out 2 weeks, you in? May 28th, yeah. Okay. So we got these preview pages. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What does Joe average reader listener need to know before they pick up these wh- preview pages? What is this what is this Final I mean, set up Final Crisis for us because it's easy to go Secret Invasion is about scrolls invading the Marvel universe. DC has kind of spent the whole year doing countdown. I would say, the and final, everybody's confused. That final
2: Crisis, what you have to say. It is the day evil wins. The thing that that's what they've been saying. Orion says is they did not die. He is in you all, and he's he's shaking terrible Turpin, a character Jack Kirby, a, a, an ordinary human cop in Metropolis, and who should be wearing a bowler hat? He, he should be, but uh, you know. He is in you all. I suspect it's that it's mentioned in D C universe number zero that one of the reasons Earth is so important is because the great darkness comes from there. I think Dark Side is surviving by this is the story of humanity battling the evil in their souls that are that is dark side. I think that's the he. That's my guess. Strictly So a guess. we're
3: all battling our own personal dark,
2: dark side. side mm-hmm okay, maybe that's your personal dark side. I don't know, uh, but as it goes along with my belief that the flash is probably back if Barry Allen has returned, Barry Allen has returned to be the new high father. I think he's got to be the Are new leader of it? the pantheons uh you know you've got this ultimate evil, you bring Barry Allen back, who is the ultimate good, he, he sacrificed himself <laughs> in the in a in a crisis. he Did, saved the multiverse. do you think they've got
1: is is that their long term plan? I don't think
2: there is a long-term plan. I don't care what they tell me. I don't think there is yeah, a so long-term plan. It's kind of plan. like
1: when Hal Jordan became the Spectre,
2: mm-hmm. right? They thought that was going to stick. Yeah.
1: No. I do believe that. Yeah. I, do, I, mean, I believe that I they, believe thought, they thought it at the time. Yeah. And maybe they think this will stick too. Well, But I, I guess I don't the don't
0: reason happen. I asked that was because is this going to be a big enough event for non-continuity, no. DC continuity people to pick up?
2: No.
1: no. No, this is for the I think it's too big an event,
2: and that's and that's, the, and that's the problem. As far as Summer Crossover goes, I'm going to enjoy Final Crisis because, of course, I'm a DC Zorlac. I'm totally into it, and there are a lot of people out there that are, and there are the people buying it. But if you just want to, this summer, I hate to say it, if you just want to see a huge battle, you know, a, 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 a kick-butt story with, with all the superheroes fighting each other and not knowing what's going on, Secret Invasion is going to be it because you can pick up Secret Invasion and get the concept easily. Mm-hmm. Final yeah. Crisis is following. It's a concept crisis being right on, on infinite, napkin. Uh, Crisis on, on Infinite Earths. Uh,
3: so it's all been... Le- DC... Neither one of those books were easy to read e- either because they all had you know six spin-offs and mm-hmm. six titles going because into it. Because the question them. is, it's, it's like if
2: you've got... You know We're protecting 52 Earths now and then we're going to go out to another multiverse and you've got the confusion of is what happens in the action comics which totally lays out exactly what the problem is. Batman goes to the Fortress of Solitude... Lightning Lad is there or an adult lightning man Garth is there having brought because in the three last four or five issues of action superman has been with that legion of superheroes that we've known pre-crisis and they brought him back and and so when lightning lad leaves uh, superman's like why are you all you know angry bruce and he says i've met three legions and he explains each one and actually then lays out here's the continuity problem
1: Here's what... Batman's it, saying there's a continuity problem well, in our yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Boy, I bet the editors, are, you know, they're shaking their boots. <laughs> He's coming he, for what he him. But he
2: says, you know, it's like we met, we met this first one here. We met, you know, this is the group we fought uh, that uh, we met in the Justice League. Uh, I met one earlier doing this. Uh, and, and Green Lantern and I went to get the book of... So he references the brave and the bold thing. It's the win in the future. M- met a completely different Legion of superheroes there. So Clark, I don't trust any of them. <laughs> and it's like... And it's set there, and then someone's brought the uh, God bless Batman. The corpse of, of Karate Kid mm. the corpses of Karate Kid and Una are found in Gotham City, and that's why Batman's come to the Forge of Solitude to get Superman saying, They've got Legion Rings. You know, so <laughs>
1: it's your problem.
2: It's your problem. What the hell <laughs> what <are these laughs> So doing? what
0: do we predict I know we don't but know? But it was a good
2: read, is what I'm saying. It was just yeah. and it totally laid out what D C universe number zero failed to lay out for that storyline. The only story in rereading that worked in DC Universe number Zero was the Batman one, the three pages of Batman facing right, down the Joker. Right, right. Saying, it's just in a, a conversation. kind of a
1: strange existential way, it did work.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? So what is what do they what do you think they're gonna try and establish with the final crisis? I know you don't you know It's a
3: prediction. How do they wrap this all up?
2: Yeah, what do you think their main goal because you know like uh, hypno disc in the last issue? You have enjoyed this whole thing. It was much better than Cats. You will buy the trade paperback. Well, no, like Fifty Two. Fifty
0: Two established, you know, the multiverse again. And what do they?
2: What do you think they're trying to do with Final Crisis? I think they will. Un, they will unlimit the multiple Earths. Yeah, Vapor time. Yeah, you go back to hypertime, which I was happy with. I was, Me too. I was completely comfortable with the concept of hypertime, and apparently, Goodston and I are the only two people who yeah. read comics. Because every time we talk to Mark Wade, he says, oh, you like that, huh? Mm. And it's just his <laughs> idea. And it's like, Mark, what the hell? You know? I think
0: you were the only two people that got it. So.
1: Well, Everything th- happened. That's it. The original Crisis was, to, wow. was their large attempt to straighten out continuity. They had so many screwed which up things. Which would
2: have worked if they had actually rebooted everything at the same time. Right. Which they didn't but do. But they
1: didn't. So they've had a number of crises. Each one has played with continuity. Yeah. And now they've – I suspect, for whatever you call it, I mean I don't know about hypertime, but I suspect they're going to try and make a universe where the continuity matters less. So they will have multiple, multiple universes which I'm in happy which, with that, which things know, could have happened.
2: Because you tell me a good story. That's, yeah. What, yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. That's what's going to get me back is the storytelling. And the question I have is, is it, does the Archie universe ever have to deal with this? I mean, has there been a crisis on Infinite Riverdales? <laughs> I don't
3: recall that. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Do they have a lot of continuity to clean up? <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, they're brilliant. The
2: Archie- they're, what Grant, they're what Grant Morrison does. It's consistent characterization. You pick up an Archie comic, you know what you need to know.
0: Sure. No, but actually, read one, read them all. <laughs> the Archie universe planet though is much further from the sun, so their days take much longer. Uh, you know, it's never what I'm saying? night there. It's never night there. Yeah, and so basically, it just seems. Keep. No, I've I've like seen forever. I've read prom episodes.
2: I mean, I've, I've read very <laughs> dark shade. I've read at least nine different senior prom stories for Archie. <laughs> yeah, but in their uni-
0: in their universe, high school lasts fifty years. So.
2: Oh Lord! You know what? My students think that right now. <laughs> mm, <okay>. Yours would. <laughs> okay. Is this another fraction joke? No. Okay, so <laughs> let's turn back to Marvel because they Half made they made joke. some pretty. Uh, I don't know. You say exciting? I think some of it was predictable, but it was the news was broken this week, of course, on the heels Iron Man. Uh, now everybody's seen it, so we can all just geek out about that, about sure. that film. Um, Iron Man is the. Second largest opening for a non-sequel. I love how they have to qualify everything. Second largest opening for a non-sequel in, in box office history for May.
1: So what are they getting around with the non-sequel thing? What sequel had like a Jurassic bigger... Like Jurassic Park 2 uh, or something? Spider-Man. Spider-Man spider 1 Pirates had, of the Caribbean. Okay. had the bigger opening. But that wasn't was a, a sequel. sequel. That wasn't, right. This
2: is a non-sequel. a non-sequel.
1: So there was a sequel then that had a higher... Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man
2: 3 was like 250 million okay. in the first weekend. Now, Iron so that's Man, the one they're getting around. Yeah, so they said that um
3: Grand Theft Auto 4 did 500 million last week. That's disturbing. Suck it, moviegoers. <laughs>
2: okay. Um yeah, okay, great. And some some saw the sun long enough to get from their house playing Grand Theft Auto 4. I did. To the <laughs> to the movie theater. Uh and <laughs> and saw Iron Man. Um Yeah, we've heard your
0: review of Iron Man. Sure, let's go around the table.
2: Maybe people have even read my review. (laughs) No, my mother did.
3: Do you you have a website or something?
2: Yeah, I do. Shut up. Go ahead, Lon.
0: Uh, You go first because I'm gonna go. You want to top me? Is what No, I'll I'll, I'll go first if you want.
3: No, I'll go go first. Okay, you go. Can I bottom you? Oh,
0: okay.
1: (laughs) No, I don't want to. (laughs) And we're back. No. Um, (laughs) So uh, I just thought it was the best superhero movie I've ever seen. Wow. Okay.
2: See, I was. I said. I still feel Batman Begins. We applauded till our hands were nearly bloody.
1: I think that Batman Begins stays truer to the origin, the theme of Batman. Mm-hmm. But I found this much more entertaining.
2: But I, well, but as I said, last week, I qual- I said it's the. It's definitely the best Marvel adaptation there's been. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I saw it. I had to go back because I had to catch the Nick Fury scene, and and it stood up on a second it's like i i was as, as entertained the second time maybe a little more cuz it's like he's going to do this cool thing you know and i knew it was coming i know i know mm-hmm. uh,
1: <laughs> so you know yeah okay it was- i just I, I i thought the villains were more entertaining in this one i didn't particularly like the villains in batman begins i uh, okay. never liked the scarecrow i didn't buy it uh, didn't have the same kind of urgency uh, throughout the whole movie that this did, I didn't have the creepy feeling with Obadiah Stane building up his power base and all the things he did to Tony that weren't easy to, easy to resolve with violence, mm-hmm. you know, with a takeover and yeah. And, and so I and and I will argue uh, quite strongly it has the best ever after credit scene in a movie, and yet I can't put my finger on why it's so cool.
2: It's so predictable. Mm-hmm. and we knew it was coming and I, and there was still something about and I've had a couple of friends say that who hate Sam, Samuel L. Jackson and say
3: and it was still cool
2: yeah I don't like that it's Samuel L. Jackson do but we, it was still cool do dumb. we know
3: what that's setting up that's not setting up Iron Man 2 that's setting up a movie yes. an Avengers movie we're that going to be talking about that yes Robert Downey Jr. will be in yes okay
2: Yes, that, yeah. was my, that was my question. This is and the Marvel Studio
1: announcement. Uh, yeah. wait, wait, we're not. Just we the we'll, get, we'll get back there. We'll get but back he looks there. so sure. much like. I mean, he looks so much like himself in the. Huh. Go figure. In the. In the <laughs> no, I mean the the, the way he looked. At the way they lit it. The way, I mean. It's just, yeah. It it's was perfect. like a Brian Hitch pick. It, it was like a Brian Hitch drawing
2: come to life. Absolutely, absolutely. And Brian Michael Bendis wrote the scene and the, the yeah.
1: so you know
3: all he, four lines of it well, yes. he apparently no, wrote,
1: he wrote a lot of scenes for it. he lo- yeah. wrote a lot of lines mm-hmm. and they picked the one they actually picked the ones he liked where he used the the i you've you've come into a brand new, brand new universe mm-hmm. and uh, you know yeah. the yeah. Avengers initiative yeah
0: yeah bon. all right um i liked it Yeah. Um, I but if I were to make any criticisms, as any since everybody's touting it up, I want to at least throw some criticism at. I'll join um, you. The the one criticism, the the one thing I, I really noticed was that and first of all let me just say that I really liked it. Uh, being an Iron Man fan. Um I definitely have to say my the biggest thing I noticed criticism wise was that it had no real sense of a director's presence, meaning like an auteur. So it wasn't really it was more. It was to me. It was more Robert. It was an actor's movie instead of a director's movie. You know what I mean? I really felt like Robert Downey Jr. Jr. made that movie entertaining and able to watch. Whereas, you know, it's not like a Guillermo de Toro's, you know, Blade Two or Hellboy, where you can see the director's fingerprints on the film, meaning you know what I mean, like their stamp. You know, whereas this one kind of felt, you know, it, I mean. S- you well, know the static set I, I, pieces, I, I, and you know, I, I no agree real, with that and I not real stylistic. I mean, that was my, but that's a small complaint. Yeah. I mean, you oh, you want to watch Tony Stark? You want to watch? Yeah, I'd you say know, So what I was, if I
2: couldn't tell what John Favreau's next movie is going to look like from this one? I'm just saying that well, I was absolutely captivated by Robert Downey Jr. Right? I would say, but in at the some, same time, same place I, as
1: it drags without him. Mm-hmm. I agree with that too. But but I I like the scenes with Pepper by herself. She didn't she didn't totally turn into the stiletto-heeled goofball. And
3: my wife pointed out she saved the day actually. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she actually did. Yeah. And and uh twice really. And how about Jeff Bridges as Obadiah Stane?
0: Pass. No, you didn't I like. I thought he was just okay.
1: I thought I liked him a lot. I mean, I that was I a, thought he was
0: sufficient.
2: Okay. I thought he was pretty Jeff Bridges, but it worked for me. But yeah. he was pretty Jeff Bridges. Yeah. So I did, like I did like the fact wrong, but that I'm with it. I mean, you know, I enjoyed it. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. It's yeah. just
0: I did like the fact that they and I was really afraid they were going to go the, with the whole romance with Tony and Pepper. I did like the fact that they teased it, it
2: and the trailer makes it clear there was a kiss uh, film, right? Because you they, and see and him and k- I was like, and they like, yeah, like no. didn't. They didn't, and they didn't yeah. put that in the movie, and I was glad. I mean, it was. Yeah, it, it yeah. makes it a little more complex.
3: Was that at the dance?
2: Uh, I don't know where it is. Yeah, was just, on, it was just on that ledge, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The trader
2: just goes, you know, and shows it. And I'm like, wait, wait, that didn't happen. That's um, right. Which is fine because it's setting up Favreau to actually get to make out with and That line where he goes, you remember,
1: it. you remember that time yeah. where, where we didn't kiss and you left me out there? and Yeah. That's like, well, no, so, but they're
2: so getting like, much no.
3: better at making trilogies. They, they've left <laughs> themselves a lot of room <laughs> They have. Well, that's what,
2: that's what I, I really liked was the allusion to the Mandarin mm-hmm. without actually putting him in there yet. And War Machine. And, right. and, and those were suggestions apparently Mark Miller had made he mm-hmm. said Mandarin was in the script and he said dig him out, save him yeah. mm-hmm. save him, because you got to do that if you're going to build Don't a franchise pull a Batman. if you're going to build a franchise
0: what I also like yeah, though too that's true w- yeah. was uh, basically when we said it was like the best Marvel adaptation um, they brought a lot of stuff from the comics in that it, and used one way or another and one of the things I liked was in a sense, any of you guys Iron Man readers? Did you guys yeah. off and on, yeah. read the Iron, uh, Armor Wars? Never. Yeah, I did. I mean, essentially, with him going after those people using his yep. his technology and weapons... I thought about it a lot. Was like, I was like, oh, they're incorporating the Armor Wars yep. storyline here. And so I was like sitting there going, okay, you Even can... Even
1: more in the video game. Mm-hmm.
0: I haven't played the video game, but... Yeah, so I was impressed that you know, you're saying there, oh, so this is... So Marvel's finally getting it right by producing their own movies... So they can put in all their own cool stuff, and it doesn't have to be compromised. I thought that was really cool, gruel- you know, really. really and good.
2: and they've and they're speeding up their production. So this was the announcement this week, April thirtieth. Wait,
0: to- wait, he, he's got to do his review.
2: Oh, because well, I was going to follow up on his thing, but go he ahead. He being Michael. Michael. Hi. Man. Oh, i okay. forgot. Are you still Are, here? I,
3: I'm. Uh, I'm actually the least fanboyish about this movie. I will. I will go with the four out of five. I felt it did have a couple flaws. One, I actually disagree with Rick. That I thought the <coughs> villains seemed very. Comic bookie. the uh, you know the evil Afghani guy twirling his ring, looking all menacing and just being I'll give a, you that. a cliche terrorist bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no you look personality. Like every terrorist no ca- I've ever seen. Exactly.
0: Can I counterpoint that real fast? Though? Go ahead. The only reason why I think that's okay in this movie is because we're Americans. Well, no. In the so, original yeah. Iron Man story, the the main bad guy who you know I forget his original name. I don't know. Who's Vietnamese? Vietnamese, you know, gang lord or whatever was. A caricature kind of, you know, bad guy. And the ring thing, his thing was
2: the allusion to the to Mandarin. The Mandarin yeah. He is clearly one of the Mandarin servants. That's why they are the ten mm-hmm. rings, and they keep showing the ring to remind you this is one of the ten, ten rings.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So but I mean, be not being it. an Iron Man reader didn't no, get but that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So. No, but I mean, I could see that. Or I mean, as a normal, you know, as a let's say just not right. you know, a normal viewer, but you know, a non-like comic reader, I could see where they're like, eh, cliche or whatever. But I think in the truest form of the, to the comic it worked perfectly. So, okay. I I would
3: second that or cite another example of Obadiah Stane who I knew was just the bad guy as as soon as they talked about, you know, the father stepped down, he stepped in and then you saw that coming a mile away. And even then, a lot of the sort of uh, weird character differences like Tony Stark can live in a cave and build this Iron Man suit which is very technically complicated, no research and development, no one knows what's going on even though, you know, it's got Legs and belts and Doesn't look anything like a missile And yet he can, uh, he can do this Execute it perfectly Manages to get some flight and crash But he's back in his studio And uh, blows himself into a wall And then he's out flying And turns the jets off and crashes And it's like Alright, is he brilliant or is he bumbling? I mean, is he drunk now? Well, it was uh, test yes, phases yeah. well, he Is was drunk. he drunk? Yes No, but it, those are test <laughs> phases I mean, yeah, you know he, Right But he didn't need test phases inside the cave
1: Oh, he, po- he pulled
3: it off perfectly. No. Working no that, spoons but his armor and, and was whole flying thing was though.
1: kind of, uh, the, the landing wasn't really planned. But, yeah.
3: but it was not crude. The the way that that mechanical Mach 1 armor or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Mark 1 armor right. executes, he, he gets the flamethrowers, he's got all kinds well, of yeah, but several times pri- you
2: nearly got toasted, too. And those are very that? primitive things. He doesn't use the Pulsar technology, and that's the thing. That's that's where the shooting stuff to the fly, wall thing is. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. more of a jet boost. Yeah, right. a jet boost and
1: with no landing plan. I'm just saying
3: it didn't seem like a diff guy. Maybe show him having a drink before he does the test flight in his own <laughs> lab, and then he screws up. That's fine. I I would perfectly. I go, contend I would go that with he that.
1: doesn't drink after he. I, I don't remember him drinking after the, the uh, cave. The cave. Well, he goes to get a
2: drink at that uh, party, but then he never gets it because right. he's shown the photos. Mm. So,
3: I, I mean, you're alluding to it. You
2: know, this is like I, yeah. One of it's
3: nitpicky stuff, but it's just things that stuck out of my mind that yeah. made it a, a four instead of a five. Okay. that's good.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a I, good I comment. And though, it is
2: yeah. something that holds me back. And we talk about speed race a little later. There's a moment there where, where we like everybody in our row went. Wait, did we miss a scene? Okay, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I Some, have
3: someone fill this in. That what at the end of the big fight, right? Uh, Tony's lying there and his light yeah. goes off, mm-hmm. and then the next scene is the press conference.
2: Well, his light starts flickering back on, like it, like it rebooted. So he didn't have yeah. a heart attack. It came on. Okay, it was coming
3: on. It, it yeah. looked like it was just flickering, like, and then they because changed the scene, and I was like, "Oh, he, he died." No, well, way. it was
0: no. flickering enough to where it would keep him alive, and you would think he would have
2: enough energy to.
0: You yeah, know, I
1: think it started off dead, and it, and it was coming and it back, back on. Alive, yeah. yeah, they were just because alluding Jarvis, that he's
2: not dead. Jarvis warning. It was like it was like Ultraman, really.
3: Yeah, Th- that's what I thought.
2: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, did
3: anyone funny. else notice? And I don't know. And is a little, I got
2: to say, it did make Iron Man grossest superhero ever when you had to reach into yeah. his chest.
3: And pull that was a great special effect that you could actually like see down into the little cup. <laughs> right,
2: right. I was very bothered by that.
3: Actually, <laughs> all
0: right. This is a tidbit for any alternative rock uh, uh, fans who watch. The, if you're going to watch Iron Man again, did anyone else notice a special cameo from a famous guitarist in uh, Iron Man? This is a pun. What? Who was it? Tom Morello. Yes, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine had a cameo in Iron Man.
2: Who we know is you know, the Rage Against the Machine boys are all comic book fans.
0: Well, I'm so. just saying it's kind of funny. Rage Against the Machine, and he was <laughs> in raging, Iron Man. I he get was it. raging against the machine. Where, he, where did he appear? He I, is I wouldn't the, recognize him. He's one of the terrorists who, when Iron Man first comes out of the cave, or Mark Mark One comes out of the, the cave.
2: He's he oh the one who looks noticeably whiter than everyone else. Well, and he's got <laughs> it, the he's one talking? holding the guitar. The, <laughs> the, the the one that did it was one that stood out to me, and I was like going, that guy doesn't look like anybody else. And what he had like really long hair. Yeah. Like well, what's funny is
0: is Tom Rell is bald, but in this role he had really he had like a really long black wig, which I which really stood out. I was like. Is that Tom Morello? And then we looked in the credits afterwards. <laughs> okay. That was Tom Morello. So. Okay, so that's interesting. I had so one other question, eye out.
1: and I missed this, but I've heard a number of people saying that in the big fight scene with uh, with Stane at the end, uh-huh. and they're going around the city, there were see- there were signs of other Roxanne. Marvel Roxanne there's is there. There's a rocks sign. There, there's a big. Any others?
2: Uh, that was the one I noticed. Those were too blurry, but they do. But they really focus on rocks on. Okay. So and then I was trying to figure out that like the bus had this has this ad for some technology. Uh, and I was trying to see if I could place that, but I, so I'm not sure if that was I'll have a, to watch it
1: again. It's gonna be a DVD. Yeah.
2: No, I mean there's there's all kinds it's of little Easter eggs thing. like that in the in the, in the and film. the last
0: last thing I wanted to add too is uh, I'm not a big fan of Sam and Jackson as Nick Fury. I, I you know I'm more all right. traditional. You were the one I was having that conversation. Yeah, with so. but uh, no, that scene at the end was you know people. I don't know when you saw it again. Did people cheer? Yes. When, it was like one of those things where it was just like, yeah, and it's like, I have to almost see it again so I can hear what exactly what he said, because people were cheering through the whole thing, you know. So, ultimately, really cool end yeah. scene. So, so yeah. cool it enough, delivered, yeah. cool
2: enough that to answer Michael's question from earlier, so the announcement this week was April thirtieth, two thousand ten. <laughs> we get Iron Man two. Okay, in two thousand eleven, the summer of two thousand eleven. No, 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 I thought
0: there was something else in two
2: thousand ten. Uh, well, uh, Thor. Right. We'll assume that Thor is being is being developed for that they have announced that Matthew Vaughn has turned in a screenplay so Matthew Vaughn is the guy who wrote and directed Stardust uh, so he's turned in a screenplay for, for Thor um, so then in 2011 we get in May the, la- the, the first Avenger colon, Captain America and then in July we get the Avengers, Avengers. wow now do you think we're going to get Avengers
0: or do you think we're going to get Ultimates? Mm-hmm.
2: They're calling it the Avengers. Okay, but will it be Ultimates? Yes, I suspect okay. it. Well, I mean, they've got Ultimate Nick Fury. Right, they're Ultimates. Right, they're you know, or yeah. there's someplace in. Don't let's not get too bogged down. Too it. caught up. We've got a movie version. We've got a
1: movie. Which version of Spider Man do we now. get? Yeah, where he where he dates Mary Jane first? Oh well, well, I'm I'm just forty um,
3: year old Toby. I know, I, yeah. I, yeah, a
2: cabaret, a cabaret Spider Man. That's what we get. Yeah, little yeah, MC. We well, I'm just curious because like. Oops.
0: <laughs> but I mean, like. If they go off the Ultimates, they have, what, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk. And right. Ant-Man.
2: I suspect Ant-Man will go in there. Edward is,
0: Norton? Is Hulk Hulk's a Marvel-produced one?
3: They got the rights yes. back?
2: Yes, but it is from Universal Studios for the movie because Universal still has... Is distributing sort of, it? Or? But originally it was supposed to be with Paramount, and then Universal pulled the trigger on it and said, well... If, is that you know,
0: going to affect them doing, putting Hulk so. in the Avengers? I don't think so, okay. because,
2: it's, because it's three years off.
3: Oh, okay. Only Fox comes out with strange lawsuits.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um, so so kinda- we,
0: can, we won't see we won't see like X Men, Fantastic Four, or Spider Man crossover
2: with these projects, right? No, no they have to wait. Th- I think it's three more years on. X, on Fantastic Four, we're never going to see X Men because Fox has figured out how to make that the cash cow with the X Men mm-hmm. Legends Origins. So X Men Origins. What do those do? Out?
3: Are we getting one a year for the next four years or something?
2: Perhaps, but that's not part of Marvel Studios. Ah. So that's the Marvel Studios was making their announcements. Ooh, they can compete against each other. They are competing against Sweet. each other. Absolutely. So we, you know, we get we get X Men Origins Wolverine for is it next summer? So that's the Marvel yeah. movie. That's the Marvel <coughs> movie for two thousand nine. While Marvel Studios is hunkering down, unless something goes into high gear with Ant Man. It's kind of funny because I was trying to explain that to my daughter, you know, like who the Avengers are, because she's, she's content that she can't see Iron Man because it's PG 13, but I'm explaining it and going, So there'll be Hulk and there'll be Thor, and I said, And probably Ant Man. And she says, Who's Ant Man? What's his powers? I said, um, He can shrink down and he talks to ants. She goes, I'm not that into that. <laughs> <laughs> Said, no one is. Said, no one is. That's like that's like
0: Garrett Morris on that Saturday <laughs> Live sketch.
2: I, I, I shrinked out of the size. I'm the ant with proportionate the force strength, strength of an of ant. <laughs> <laughs> it's over a human, yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, I thought <laughs> that was just a funny reaction. So, it, but Ant-Man appears in that the Free Comic Book Day Marvel Adventures comic, and so it's like clearly that that through their positioning. Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know. I, but I don't think they're ever going to get Spider-Man back from Sony either. I think that's just going to stick. But they're going to see who they can pull back, see what they can do. And, you know, and we will see. It'd and
1: would be cool if they did an, Iron Man, uh, an Ant-Man, Giant-Man. So that he yeah. could get big or get yeah, small. Yeah. That would be more. <laughs> Which is more dynamic for a, certainly for an invasion. But eventual. Marvel's yeah. not
0: stopping
2: there, are they, Derek? No, they've got animated series. What? the wall Out the wazoo. First of all, so
3: the cash cow just keeps it rolling. Keeps going.
2: They do, they do have the rights. It's a
3: multi-titted cow. cow. They do
2: have, they do have the rights to the X-Men in cartoon form. So they've got Wolverine and the X-Men coming out.
3: Awesome band
2: next year. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but it's one of those. It really, I, I, I kind of consider that lame. Uh, but you know who knows? I, I thought that, that. Well, maybe
0: that, they have to change the title because X Men is no, 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 because or... Wolverine
2: is basically the older teacher for all the younger versions what? of the characters. So mm. it's like Wolverine and the New Mutants, or is it? But it's going to be X Men. It's like a young. It's going to be that's a young Cyclops. Going to be he's you know he's the older teacher. And, okay, but I mean that's okay. That's for kids. That you know that or you weren't going to watch it anyway. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. Uh, we know there's an Iron Man animated series coming. <laughs> We know, of course, the directed DVD. We still have a Planet Hulk coming, and we have a Thor, Son of Asgard. But let's talk about the coolest one, baby. The one that the one that certainly had some people's panties in a bunch today. Superheroes squad. No, not that one. But no, I'm sorry. what? The
0: coolest one. Black Panther. Right, baby. On, on, right, baby. Come on, on BET, The animated
2: Black Panther right. series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can say without this smells a,
3: like an onion article.
2: Uh, it does, doesn't <laughs> right. it? But uh, I can say without a doubt that makes uh, me cry. That finally BET has done something that might make me stop on the dial and (laughs) and check it out. Um, You don't watch BET? No, I
3: don't. You don't watch Thirty Fourth and Park or whatever that show is called. You don't go there to watch white politicians apologize? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Come on, dude. No, no, I don't. I. uh, that,
2: you know, mm-hmm. actually, I take that. I think I did watch a music video on BET once because I just like every now and then I like I like to watch a rap video to I just like, what's going on in the hippity hop world, <laughs> right? But let's explain. What, are my, kids, what world. are my
0: kids listening to? Let's explain the connection, though,
2: right? I mean, well, the president of <laughs> of BET, you know, Reginald I mean, Hudley. There, right? There's an obvious connection that Michael has made because you know what he goes for—the obvious. Uh-huh. But the president of BET. He is Reginald Hudlin, who, who is, the, is writer the writer of Black the Black Panther. Panther series, so yes, it makes sense that he is. Yes. He's pulled I wonder if on. at the sure. board.
0: I wonder if at the board meeting they're like, "We need some new shows," and then he was just like, oh, um, "I write
2: this comic. Uh, yeah, I do a comic on Black Panther. Now, there's it's a white blue. guy writing Luke Cage? How about that? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke
3: Cage would probably be easier to pull off, I think.
2: Well, certainly the uh, just one
3: yellow headband and. You know, don't do that anymore. No, you're
2: not going to put that it's Luke not Cage a yellow on headband. On. It's right. a golden right. big chain There's bell. A chain. It's an, a silver. A, it's a silver headband, but it's a tiara. It really, but you know That'd what? It's an, an awesome. upside
3: down tiara. That'd be an awesome throwback show. Luke Cage just threw, do it like Star Luke cage
2: Hatch. Luke Cage broke into some girl's bedroom, stole her pretty pretty princess outfit, put it on upside down, the and became f- Power Man. The big fluffy <laughs> yellow shirt. Took a bell dress and did you guys see fashion
0: during the '70s? That was cool back then. Okay.
2: See, I know. I don't think it was. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I in Harlem I, I it I think it was an expression.
1: Where were you in the 70s, I don't one? think it was cool. A uh, zygote. Uh, you in were a zygote, weren't you? What?
0: Uh,
2: yeah. What? Yes, you were still
0: you no, were in I, was, Pampers, I, was I was
1: born you? in 73. Had you
3: developed years yet?
2: Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, he was born in 73. Yeah, At What year were you born in? 73. Seventy-three. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you guys are the same age. Mm. Mm. Fight. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so they announced that the Black Panther and then the superhero squadron, which had upset. It's a people. superhero squad. Superhero squad. I'm sorry, not squadron. Where they 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 live in? Is it? Did you say it was, was it like superhero Hero Town or something? Superhero Town. Hero Town or something. Hero Town. Goodville. What no one has really acknowledged in any of the websites talking about it is, of course, it's all written. They're going, you know, they'll tie it into the toy line. You know, Variety proposals. It's like. There already is the toy line. That's totally what it is. They're the super-deformed characters. They've
1: They're not a, deformed. No, no, no. no, That's the term that they it. got it's, in. It's called super-deformed. It's a Japanese oh, term. I was going to say, I'm all... God, be when more see, sensitive, Dan. We prefer the,
3: to be called retarded Americans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you see the Japanese characters with the tiny little bodies and big heads, oh, that's the super, super deformed. deformed. I did the, not it's know a term that. that came well, from the see,
2: every week we try to teach you something. Well, thank so you. Now you know. And you just won't learn. Well,
0: I, mean, I think you two are the only two that knew that. But anyway, uh, no, so, I
2: can't have a lemon party without uh, old so Dick. That's right. <laughs> so um, that was just a. I- inappropriate non-sequitur.
3: No, that's the last thing I learned. <laughs>
2: yeah, okay. So anyway, uh, so it's already a toy line and it's it,
1: – they it, it said it's aimed at six to eight-year-olds. Now, Rick, you seem a little disappointed in the news of this animated series. Well, I'm just concerned about the way comics are going to come out on TV when people are looking for more stuff and they're going to come to this and But the you other. know what? I think – You know, I think I'm done. Yeah.
2: But, I, but I think the people that are looking for more stuff because they saw Iron Man or – hulk or whatever they're not going to look to the animated series
1: they're going to look to tv which is the path of least resistance for 99 percent of the usa yeah, but
2: half those
0: people aren't up at nine in the morning when these things are nine Tebow, in the morning on saturday Tebow, you know. sure but i mean it's just like it's you're too talking it's like you're talking about with your daughter your daughter accepting the fact she can't go see the pg-13 iron man but she's gonna yeah. totally watch the superhero squad and
2: mm-hmm. you know or, or the Iron Man animated
0: no, I'm, series.
1: I'm totally in favor of that. I'm just worried about the other end of the spectrum. Which is you That'll know,
3: lead her to some continuity questions eventually and then there the whole we're vicious cycle starts. I, again, I have McCall. been working
2: I've been working on that with her for years, saying that it depends I on who I thought
1: Captain America and Iron Man hated each I other. I say
2: it depends on who tells the story, because she's read The Wizard of Oz, the novel. Mm-hmm. She's seen Wicked. She's or she's listened to Wicked. She's seen the movie Wizard of Oz. All three versions of the story are very different versions of the story.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Try to explain Supergirl. She loves Supergirl. She has two different action figures. Which one? Yeah, exactly. That's Slutty. A, she's got or the dead. white. She's got the Barbie white t-shirt one. But you watch the, nice. an, it's the animated series one, sort of, who's not from Krypton, but she picks up the comic, who is from Krypton again, or is a fallen angel, depending. Mm-hmm. which is the one that I at least let her read. Poor you know? girl. And then there's going to be a children's one. They announced at uh, the New York Comic Con they're going to do a children's Supergirl book to f- fit along with Tiny Titans and Super Friends and so forth. So, you know, I'm actually looking my forward kids, to it. At least my daughter understands whoever tells the story tells it their way if, the st- if a character has existed long enough. And that's you know. the way it should be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually looking forward to the superhero squad because the way they made it sound like it's just going to be like a, a wacky. You know, it says like you know as they pal around and have fun and try to, to watch. It's going to be that I friendly might.
2: Hulk. It's going to be that friendly Hulk, smiley one that, that cries. Like it's
0: going to it's going to be Marvel superhero babies. <laughs> like is pretty I, much exactly, is what it's as thing. I was
2: reading Tiny Titans and there's Teen a thing Titans where go. Plasmus and if you recall, you know the Teen Titans villain Plasmus, mm. the guy who bur- like Man Thing. Whoever, you know, whoever touches, he burns and melts. And Plasmus is in a playground going, oh, his ice cream melted. And they, it's a lesson in sharing As they share their lollipop with Plasmus. And I couldn't have, I had to read it like five times at a free comic book day re- reading it to Luke. And it's like, and I couldn't help but put Plasmus with a German accent because he's German in the comic. And the you know, go, plasmus like lolly (laughs) it's just like wait plasmus is a homicidal killer (laughs) and they're playing with him he's on the merry-go-round with (laughs) an ice cream cone and and batgirl says something about that plasmus is pretty cute i mean for a pink jelly like monster it's like who burns people when he touches them you know so he's
1: just misunderstood you're right i shouldn't have any problem with
2: this (laughs) i'm just saying
3: i'll set my at
2: some point do you remember i'm
3: I'm totally on board for this (laughs)
2: And, you know, I, as I say, it was one of those moments where I have to look across the table at you remember a day that we used to grow up and not continue with these kinds of things and not worry about it. But, but there was that. I, I, I Someday you'll grow up. We never did. But, you know, there were a generation before us, they gave up. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So They were dumb. So anyway, that's all. That, that's the big movie news. Then uh, this week opening, uh, Lon and I went last night to see Speed Racer. Hate you both. Mm-hmm. Are you I still grinning. Hate? It gives me strength. Are you still grinning? It had a couple of huge, huge plot holes that just went boom. But I, I give it. F- no, I thought I
1: thought of something to solve that plot hole.
2: Okay, good. Um, you uh, ex- well, we shouldn't really. S- uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil. You see, you'll know. Speed well,
1: racer bumps along the plot holes. Here's what then. I
2: just. Here's what I, I described it as. I said I walked out. Of it, I'm four again. But I also <laughs> thought it was like it was everything that I remembered about the animated series being cool, and only. Half as dumb as I could have expected it to when I went back and watched the animated series. As you and I want both watched we that t- that acro- uh, car acrobatic team episode. Because Rick and I have been arguing about two different episodes? Turned out it was the same episode for oh, some yeah. all this time. But I uh, love connection. It was. It was. So I, it was just. It was cool. That weird we acceptance. That
1: that we was, will not only beat him, we will destroy him.
2: him. <laughs> this is uh, you no. Know, this secret film was filmed secretly, and uh, so. But it's it's definitely a world. It's like the WWE, where everything is resolved through racing. That is the sure. only sport. That is the only thing that and everyone lives for racing. It was a
3: Hanna Barbera cartoon too.
2: Uh, wacky races, sure. A, yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely got that that sensation. It's kind of an alternate 1960s where the technology went completely wild. Ethnicity doesn't matter because you know you're Australian, whatever. It's just whoever, whoever the actor is is there. There's no question. You know. Um, which is what apparently the original anime had done. Was I didn't realize I, I was actually researching this on Wikipedia, and Speed Racer was the first to do kind of that Westernization of the features for uh, character. I can't remember what the word is, but that then the, the Japanese really I thought anime. Mighty Adam did first. They, they were super deformed, for that. super deformed Americans. Super deformed Americans. No, yeah. they're, they're just kind of making kind of a non-specific ethnicity. right. It was
1: it was a marketing thing, so they can market the film the stuff in Europe yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. So and, and they've carried it out to you know well, if you watch Pokemon. Not that I have, but you know, characters have like wild colored hair and weird hairstyles, right. you know, and everything. So it's it's really non specific. So that's kind of what the movie is. It we really captured, I thought, just the feeling of an anime, and, and it's anime brought to life. And accepting just you know things that kids would just accept. Oh, you don't need to, uh, you know. You don't need a big explanation Cars can or bang on each other and not get dented. They use car food. No, they do have damage. They do oh, okay. they do have have damage. But they use uh, – I, I was looking at a video game ad for it that says use your car food. Says, That's what it is. So it's like racing combined with wrestling because the cars are like flipping over each other and doing sleeper holds. And you know, <laughs> I think there was a, su- a suplex. Uh, did
3: one chair hit or did one car hit another uh, one with the a chair? There was a chair
2: <laughs> shot at one point. I think that's what the little thing is. You know, chuck, 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 chuck. It's got to be considered a I haven't shot. seen the movies. Don't do that. No. you seen the cartoon. That's what the cartoon does. The lift feet. We,
0: I do have to say, though, it's definitely – is it geared towards kids, would you say? Is it geared towards kids?
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, God.
1: What's it rated?
2: It's PG, okay. and it is geared for kids. One of the things was that they've like they tried to make the plot kind of sensible for adults, but they keep intercutting with Spritel and Chim Chim shenanigans in order to keep the kids from being bored. By the explanation that like racing is controlled for, st- you know, the stock prices of technology, and it's all it's, all, it's like this this Wall Street kind of it's a race
3: based economy. But as the. <laughs>
2: It is uh, because the technology gets, but not know, racist. No, but not racist. Um, but it's like so the guy, so the the big villain is explaining this, like you know, our stock prices went this, and then you cut to Spritel and Chim Chim doing a, a daring candy raid, you know, on the planet. and then and then they're discovering secrets in the factory as they're going back to this really dry explanation. And so here's what's really been going on in business for the last fifty years. Meanwhile, ha, Speed will never know. You know, <laughs> it's like. So as soon as it starts to get dip you know, dipping in the kid's attention span, then it goes to the monkey. I believe <laughs> I believe Lon's comment to me at the end of the movie was, I want that chimp's agent. Yeah. That chimp had a great agent. <laughs> he has more the, screen time right, than f-
0: Christina Ricci.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so But can you blame them? Mm. Because the chimp is fine and, and it's just and they well, how was Christina Ricci. She I'd rather look trixie. at her chimps. She was a good no. trixie, no. and they, you know, they, there was a couple of places where I thought, oh, they're going to throw in like it's going to get a little too racy because there were a couple of unnecessary it's things. It's going to get too racy. <laughs> <laughs> Take your glasses off so I can stab you in the eye with a pen. Shut up. Uh, anyway, they, that it, they, you know, like they're like they're going to kiss, and then they they break that tension. And, and, and some parents would say, like you know, oh, you know, we didn't because little kids aren't into that, but they call attention to that. Um, but they do have one. Sprydele does flip a bird at one point, and it's kind of like really, yeah. And it's like, why'd you do that? Yeah, there's just a couple of dams and hells you didn't need, and it, you know, that so the, just the, because the Wachowski brothers couldn't help themselves or whatever, you know, so it's not PG they were, for no, they, ca- they are billed or? as the brothers. They are oh, nice. building in the movie as the as the Wachowski brothers. Did so. they?
1: I mean, the PG did it say cartoon violence or did it
2: say I, I, language? Or I, I didn't read what it, never, it, what it said.
3: Castration.
2: But they, but they, you know, I mean, they just used the CG so well. It was, you know, because
0: so
3: like, let's
2: talk about the good things too. Oh, you, I am talking about the talk good talk about things. the CG real
0: fast because I have a comment on that. I, I was talking I'm about sorry. the CG. Read, well, jump about in it. now. Wow,
2: you're like Hooman on the on the Morning Alice Show. Hey, who's Hooman? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Ooh, yes, we did. Who is and human? Who, anyway.
3: Hey, regional radio joke. Woohoo!
2: They're going to love that in China. By the way, we had five downloads from China last week. Sweet. We, yeah. Uh, well, the CG, you know, is a lot of it was shot on green screen. And so they use it. To me, it was all this thing is like, you know, it's like a character will kind of like slide by and the pan will happen behind them, which you, you can kind of see in the trailer. Yeah. And, and it's, it's happening. And there's I thought one, that
0: was a good use of like paneling, like comic paneling. It was almost. making comic
2: paneling so much less obtrusively than Ang Lee did with right. The Hulk, where right. he's like very self consciously doing it. They're just, they. I think the Wachowskis really put a new language on scene of taking the of taking comic book language and actually put applying it to film in a way that worked without calling attention to it being comic book right. language.
0: And it feels like you're why it feels like you're looking at a comic, but if you weren't paying attention to that you wouldn't catch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's done so well.
1: Does the classroom scene pan out any I mean it yes. looked marvelous in no, the trailer. The
2: opening sequence is brilliant which totally gives all the backstory about Rex Racer and the back and the backstory of Speed as a child and Speed as an adult and how and, and how great he is as a racer. They jump back and forth in time using the CG. It's just really well com- done. I don't want to like. Talk I have, about have it one too question much. about the yeah. CG.
0: So you would you would agree the CG in this movie is pretty well like developed, right? It's yes. Very good. My com- my one complaint. <laughs> Remember when they show the old picture? Who was the guy who won the old race they idolized? You remember his name? Uh, Shaft. Richard Roundtree. Right, Richard
2: Roundtree. <laughs> so, what? So, yeah, is, is, is an old time racer who comes back at the who end. Who they idolized. Yeah, they, they idolized, really idolized him.
0: him. But they, so they show the picture of him winning the race when yeah. he's younger. Yeah. So they have all this CG, and, and it's, it's a all a bad, perfect. It is a bad. And you're like, I'm so going. The picture's still bad Photoshop there of, are like, still, Richard Roundtree's yeah. face there on a racer. There are still some though. things
2: with CG that I was th- as I was watching it and then just got they over it... They can make it, a car fly, but they can't like, put a face was on like somebody. An, like, if it was a regular full-on Pixar cartoon, like, a door closing wouldn't be rushed. Right. Whereas they do it in CG, because the Spy Kids movie, Robert Rodriguez's films do the same thing. It's like, everything moves just a little too fast. Mm-hmm. But if you were just animating it, hand-animating it, it wouldn't do that, you know? Okay. So, and so occasionally that's, like... Taking out and reminding you, oh, this is all artifice. But, you know, it, it, it's okay. I, I, this is a weird thing to say, but certainly because I know that they were developing a Hot Wheels script. They, they, please, not that I thought there was a point to a Hot Wheels movie before. But there's definitely not a point to a Hot Wheels movie now because Speed Liz Racer has done, has done everything yeah. with it. Because all the Hot Wheel tracks you ever wanted as a kid are what they're racing on. The right. loop-de-loops, the, the, the corkscrews, cork everything. And it's just... It was just fun. I was just – I find myself grinning through things and, and the stupid – you know, I'm sorry. I am going to – it's not a spoiler. It's just because I don't want you to be just wondering when you go there. There is no car acrobatic team in this film because mm. they're saving it for the sequel, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's why. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> but they replaced them with villains that are so silly and over the top that are like you would have had – it was – watching it, I felt like, do I remember that as an episode? Or am I just remembering a piece of it because I really haven't watched the series – at all since I was six. Well, or I seven. do know a
1: little bit about the film, and I remember. And then we watched that episode of the uh, the original animated series, and I think Snake Oiler was in the car Acrobatics team. Okay, then, then, then.
2: you should be happy, yeah, because Snake Oiler is is the guy. The I think.
0: The, any uh, any other? Uh, I think the complaints?
2: Well, there is a plot hole to get to Act 3 that they do, that is just like, what? And like I said, life lights came up and we all went, did we miss something? But it was a little long, too. We all had to justify It is a little long, but overall I think it's still, it's, I, I think it was well worth it. I think the coolest thing, because I love when somebody does this, is that Peter Fernandez, who is the guy that wrote, directed, and voiced the original series, uh, the, the American <coughs> translation, has a pretty substantial cameo. And if you know what he looks like, it's like, oh, hey, there's the actual original Speed Racer, and it's important enough that it wasn't just like a Stanley, hey, thanks half thing. He really has like he serves a purpose in the plot, and it's really, I like that nod to a guy because here's a guy in his late 70s who's going to pay attention to him because he's just been working in these low level animes all his life, you know. So you got some payback. So you got some payback, and I just and I, thought that was really cool. Can I right? say
3: that that Iron Man cameo by Stanley was the best cameo in one he's done? Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm so tired of the horned in, and now it's just a, hey, have yeah,
2: yeah, it was great. It was great. Stanley playing someone else. Also,
0: yeah. too, Racer X, pretty badass.
2: Matthew Fox, fantastic as Racer yeah. X. And mm-hmm. I don't
0: want to spoil anything, but if you're a fan of our podcast, you <laughs> can just say that uh, <laughs> I called it. Yes, yeah, so I'll when just you say, s-
2: if you listen back... So a comment Lon made about, about Matthew it. Fox in Speed Racer a few months back did indeed come true. Right. Okay. okay. And I had to remind him. I just turned over and hey. And he's like, what? what? Well, I don't want to spoil it. So you'll <laughs> have to watch there. the movie so I Because I, I, I just laughed really hard when it happened. Mm. I'm like, dang it. I can't believe Lon was right. <laughs> so so
1: we'll, we'll explain that later in another yes. yes. podcast. Let's so explain it. that at dinner. Yes. Okay,
0: but you know what though, I will say this: I'm a non-speed racer fan, or you know, I never saw the cartoon like yeah. you did, and it won me over. And the audience we saw seemed to be cheering. Oh, and they and che-
2: yeah, they loved it. They were cheering. They were totally kids were loving it. it did they say
3: so. a, pre- a press audience or a it was, street. It was, on? It was wild. The wild
2: ninety four nine. nine. You know, so usual thing, and a lot, and a, and a lot of families. No, but you know, they got swept up in it, and it was, and it was just.
3: you saw it for free. Of course, they love it.
2: But I think one of the most impressive things about it that Lon commented, is that as someone who wasn't into it, again, if you watch a Speed Racer cartoon, you just automatically accept... I mean, for years, I thought Trixie was somewhere like like some weird incest thing, because she looked so much like the mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they really take the time to establish the relationships among the characters far, far more than you'd need to, far more than the show ever really did. They spend so much time making Speed's hero worship of Rex, his older brother... So palpable, and so, and, and the ghost of that weighing on him throughout the rest of the movie. It was I, like,
1: it, at any point in the film, does he wake up in the middle of the night while it's raining and lightning striking and have to go out and drive his car? I always loved uh, that. The-
2: there was, there was, um, he was not, he did not wake up, but there is a scene where they, where he does, he is screaming in the dark, racing on the, Thunderhead, there we go, it was called Thunderhead, okay. the racetrack where it has like a jump. Like what racetrack actually has that where, where a part of the race you have to make a jump, jump. over? Mm-hmm. And it's also the funny well, thing. Well, when
3: you've got a race-based economy, my friend. That's right.
2: And there's a weird technology that's, that's referenced early on. And I, uh, this is good this keeps it PG. Is that if a driver gets into an accident, from out of nowhere these white bubbles like the prisoner, these white bubbles <laughs> form around them. Oh, those are in the
1: toys too. Uh huh.
2: It's like a and safety so foam. It's yeah. a safety foam. So every and then it carries them away in a little egg. There's a mock away from the There's wreckage. a mock
1: six that has a speed racer ejects in a ball. Yes. So the ball. The, yeah. the, so
2: the ball is there, and it's like it was a clever way up front to just say nobody's, nobody's going to die in here. Nobody's going to really get hurt in this, and now we can be as violent as we want. It's still a kids' movie. And, I, and I, it was great. Yeah, it was great. I liked it. And it wasn't one that was like winking at parents all the time, which I get tired sometimes with the so-called family films of doing that. As much right. as I might enjoy them, right? It's like your kids
1: don't know we just made a real adult yeah. joke.
2: Let's make this for the kids first, yeah. and that's actually what the Wachowskis did. And I would never have thought the Wachowskis would have done that. So I, cool. I was really impressed on that level.
1: I'm anxious to see it.
2: Let's go to TV, shall we? Because mm. a uh, show that we, we we like got renewed. And which while one's we were that? Absent.
1: Brothers term- and Sisters. Maybe.
2: Oh. So My Sarah- mom loves that show. Yeah, so does mine. My wife. And so does Goodson. Hmm. No. The Sarah Connor Chronicles, The Terminator got renewed, so Sweet. that's good. It doesn't end on a, an explosion, a car exploding in Summer Cloud dead.
0: What? When I watched it, it ended with an explosion.
1: <laughs> Did you that get? Did you get the email did earlier? <laughs> did
2: you get the email earlier when Rick said, "Let's try for a podcast without edits"?
0: Oh no, I've been away from my computer. Oh all really?
2: Because my follow up was, hey, "You don't have to tell me, Rick. You have to tell Lon. Oh, <laughs> so there we go. Thanks I just meant me my right. TV exploded. So That's all. Uh, so so we know we get that back. We still haven't heard. Uh, for sure on reaper although it's looking good is looking good i don't know what else in the genre are we hoping would come back
0: lost lost Lost. well Uh
1: lost we know that's going to i'd like to have another season of Battlestar Galactica. Well, speaking of that, well, they're they, splitting it in half, I so mean. you will. <laughs> they just
3: they just cast. Uh, Do you want another? You we'll split it into third. Ther- uh, be careful oh, what you, you wish for. They just the last cast episode uh, will be shown
0: in two thousand fourteen. Yeah. They just cast. Uh, they're doing the Caprica pilot. Yeah. So they are and they doing just that. cast uh, Le- Adama's dad. And who is, is it? Isai Morales. Ah, love him. He's love going, him. He's going to play Joseph Adama. Is that the grandfather's name or the? I don't remember. Is Bill Adama and then Lauren Green Adama. No. No? No. No. No.
2: Okay, well, I'm sorry about that.
0: That's coming soon. All right,
2: so it's good times, and this just in, Flash Gordon still not renewed. Thank God. All right. (laughs) uh, Nobody knows what's going on for the fall season, if there's any new stuff coming, because, of course, after the writer's strike, everybody is saying um, they're not doing pilots. They're just, like, committing to series. They're going to see what the scripts are and Hope that it, it pays off.
0: And there's also a looming. We've actor got a looming strike actor
2: strike. Too. In fact, the writers should be getting residuals because uh, everything they they wrote a few months ago on strike uh, is happening again. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's why the actors were so supportive
1: of the <laughs> writers. They knew that. Yeah, this was
2: coming. Whatever they and, got, and they they're going to do it, and it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a strike. It's, Anybody else
1: caught up and lost? Yes. Yes. Okay. And you don't watch, right? Cover Correct. your ears. Go ahead. Earmuffs, muff Derek. Favorite new character, favorite favorite character now who's not a new character, Ben. Yeah, Ben is so badass. It's you not. know, what?
3: I I had a feeling all along they were going to do that. that yeah. they would make you question. Yeah, whose side he was on. He, he still crosses lines too often. He but, does. But the whole thing where he, he uh, wakes up in the desert that in was the parka. It.
1: That was it. That was I just went at the end of that scene I went... He's my favorite. Director. I love this show. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I love. I, I love up. how with different characters they can explore different avenues of science fiction. Like Desmond, they do the time travel. Right. Ben's got this whole weird thing. It's great. Great love show.
0: Although, is it leaning more towards? Because it, it took a couple interesting turns in the last couple of weeks, where it's like, is it really going crazy sci-fi? I mean, it's always kind of walk going crazy that sci-fi. line. Can, you know what I mean? I,
1: I think I've got a theory as to what it's all about. Interesting. Uh, Dancing and, demons? No, no, no. The the island is out of sync with with a lot of things, magnetic fields and such but time seems to be relative to the island and, and longer on uh, longer on the island the more disassociated we become from time. Desmond's been there a long time so when he went through the event he became unstuck in time. Ben's been there longer. Ben can control it. And I think that's why he knows so much. But, I, think, yeah. there, I yeah. think
2: there was an NBC series Fantastic Island back in the 70s that covered that same theory.
1: Really?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe that's not the theory. You might want to look that up. So mm-hmm. That's the one thing about loss—we don't know, and I don't think we'll ever really know. But we'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't think know.
3: anyone's going to sit down and explain it. All I know right, right. is
2: that the doctor makes a kick-ass racer X. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes, he does. So, um, I'm going to turn this over, for focus uh, for you, because we have a video game section. Oh, yeah. And you've got, we do. No, I didn't we should, you, do, well, we should do
1: Well, we should do, Michael Michael didn't, wasn't here last week, and you should talk and a little bit about, about the Iron the Man. I mean,
2: and you've still only played the demo version, right? You didn't go out and Correct. buy the Correct. I, I can I'm follow in, up on it, because I played about 15 minutes
3: of I'm knee-deep okay. in GTA four, so it'll be a while before I get to Iron Man. But, you uh, can
0: talk yeah. about
2: that. That was a big release this week, right? It was. Yeah. Great. Video game editor, Michael Goodson. Hi. puts on his video game editor cap and How goes, well, that's right. I good. have a stake in this. Yeah,
3: good to see you. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, GTA four. I think hands down met everyone's expectations they took out a lot of the uh, sort of role playing item collecting stuff that you did in uh, previous games and they tried to make if you really wanted to live the life as a criminal you can New York has been flawlessly recreated uh, there's lots of interesting characters lots of things to do and uh, yeah. if, one you thing, play, if you've played any of the other games you'll probably love this
2: one way. thing I've read that that, uh, that uh, the reviewers that I read seemed surprised by was that GTA four delivered a sense of moral weight yes. to things which the earlier games had not. Oh, well,
3: really? Um, Would you agree correct. with that? The, the earlier games had not. You can go through the game only killing bad characters. And, you know, as you're running around the city, you can only jack parked cars instead of cars with people in them. So there's, there's a questionable... Morality at work, but you don't necessarily have to be evil. And I don't know that you're actually rewarded for one choice or the other.
1: Well, I know that, I mean, I've talked to a lot of police officers who had a big problem with the earlier versions of the game where mm-hmm. cop killing was a big part of it. Sure. And so that's not part of this one? Oh, no, it is. It still is. There, there's but I pl- guess there's w- plenty of chances I to be
3: chased s- down by cops and you'll eventually probably need to I, 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 shoot your way out of a situation eventually.
2: I guess what I would read about the moral weight was more that, like, the suffering of the characters you kill is more realized than it has ever been in a game before. Like, no one just sort of fades away or, or falls down. There's, like, you see pain cross the, the sure. characters' faces. And if... Well, yeah, you're, but, you know, but it's
3: all about just building that, that realism, which is really what they've done to the next step for okay. GTA Okay, okay.
2: All right. So, the, so you're but, into but, that and last week you were playing the uh, Iron Man right. Demo. There's a
3: review of my demo playing. Uh, up a good on review, side. by the way. So man, a good review, yeah. I thought that was great. And <coughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I loved being able to fly around. The graphics were very nice. I've got it, you know, all hooked we're up. We are talking about games, the Iron the Man
2: game. game. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah,
3: I'm, and that I'm, a, I'm definitely willing to play that game. And that is available
2: months. for the three major platforms: PS3, Xbox 360, and the Wii. Right. Do you know mm-hmm. if they're
3: going to do
0: a PS2 version of that game? Do we know? Definitely not. So
2: they're done making yeah, they stuff for PS2. Yeah. Um, well, no, there's, no, there's there stuff are still that's coming, games coming up because the the incredible Hulk game d- will have a PS2 port mm, even okay. though there's a PS3 version. So I mm. saw because I, I got get the for the Wii then cuz you know I, r- I ran screenshots for that and they had the boxes included and so that was
1: My only problem with the game is I had a little trouble with the flight and camera use in flight.
3: Yeah, it, it is a weird control scheme, but I I've never played a game like I said in the, my review that where you're able to really move in 360 degrees. We're able to fly, yeah. hover, and it, it takes a while to get used to that layout. But once you stop and kind of think about it, you go, okay, that that's the most logical layout they could have done given the controller. so, controllers, right? I don't know about the, I don't know if the Wii is some different control control scheme, but certainly for the PlayStation Two and the no, Xbox, it,
2: I always say as a with the Wii is that. Mo- very few games that I've discovered so far have really taken advantage of what you know like I, I'm playing the Simpsons game and you know that says use the nunchuck there's nothing that you can that you're doing with the nunchuck but control gonna, that you couldn't yeah. be doing if you had an old sure. style controller you know, so yeah
3: but I mean once once you kind of play around with it and I, and I found it easier just to land on the ground and kind of run stuff and then it becomes like a Tomb Raider third person shooter yeah I
1: was doing a lot of hovering. Yeah, And shooting.
3: but but you have that choice, and anytime you can hit the uh, the top bumper up there and take off on your jets, fly around. I, I was amazed. Just I ran up and, and caught a missile at one point. I was like, Oh, I didn't know I could do that. And then you you can you can rush the helicopters and hit your B button, and it goes to like a grappling. You can rip the helicopters in half yeah, or cool. dive straight at the. I just uh, played through it once.
1: I should go back. Was that pretty exciting? Yeah, I kept
3: discovering new and interesting things that I didn't know I could. do. I like the sound.
1: Um, mm-hmm. In the game, I like the graphics. And it's- Rated T, I'll assume.
2: Sure. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, well, I know you don't not pay attention. <laughs> Grace isn't playing it's a demo. the game uh, well, but yet. But you played the real game. No, no, I played oh, the you, demo. You played the, the demo. demo played game. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the game did come out last week. Yeah. And so. And that's to, in our budget to buy me, right? I'm trying to wangle you a copy. A oh, wangle?
1: Wrangle. Dude, what's your problem? I heard wangle. Not That's a what I copy. said. I did say wangle. I
2: know. <laughs> Xbox 360. I'll take a week, copy. No, no, you won't. You won't take a thing. I'll take a week. You'll get nothing and like it. Can I take a wangle? No, okay. shut up. All right. So, and one a video game blast from the past this week. Yeah, I, yeah, I was uh,
3: quite still. stunned to see that that was actually what I thought it was.
1: Space Ace on Blu-ray disc.
3: Space Ace. Did you play this one in the
1: cricket? Yes, I did. I never, I never uh, really. When I was when this came out, I was far too interested in girls. Um, to no, you right. weren't. Yeah. Was, there was
3: wasn't the prequel that oh, da- <laughs> type of genre. The the dragon Dragon's one,
1: Dragon's Lair. Yeah, Blue yeah. Studio. Studios. The funny thing was, yeah, I man. was I was managing a pinball arcade at the time, and I left the arcade right about the time Dragon's Lair came out. Mm-hmm. But I still was hanging around watching people just throw their life savings into yeah. these machines. I,
3: I, I was never really into it. I played it a few times, but that that whole and this brought all of, that back because yeah.
1: you can play this in um, infinite restart. Level and I, what it really ought to do is tell you at the end of the game how much you would have spent <laughs> to complete the game because I be that
2: would be a fun. A feature. I know
1: I, I know I had to be into it for eighty dollars with the quarters <laughs> at the end of this game. So this was Space Ace, which was the follow-up to Dragon Slayer,
3: and you played the whole thing.
1: I played it all the way through. I played it. I, I went in, and I, I I'm nothing to, nothing if not disciplined when it comes to my game playing. Sure. So I played it. I played it um, without Why looking he's so at thin without looking at any of the supplemental supplemental material which which actually you can go into this and just watch it it will play the whole film as for you as if you did everything correctly as if you did everything correctly okay. and the hard thing and the thing about these games is they're basically five controls there's up down left and right and action mm-hmm. so which basically is a joystick and a button on sure. the front of the machine I mean, Like they
3: used
2: came, to make them when that came out i mean that was that was still cuz they're pretty that was, right. breakthrough. This right?
1: thing was uh, was an arcade stand up game with a laser disc inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was for for the time. It was actually a fairly uh, st- sturdy game, given that it was using really new technology to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you did, it would go to a different chapter on the disc. And so each chapter had success or failure things built into it. So if you did the right action at a particular point, it would take you onto the next scene. If you didn't, it would opt out to a death scene and then start that sub-chapter over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically you had to remember, oh, here's, here comes the – I'm underwater. Here comes the eel. He's coming from the left, so I've got to go right and then I have to go up to get into the air bubble and then I have to go back down to get my jet ski and then I've got mm-hmm. to go to the right. Yeah. You'd and have the, to memorize the series. And you them. had to really memorize the, the, the sequence because you did it pretty much trial and error. There's always a little flash to remind you that, to mm-hmm. a hint which way you were supposed to go but by the time that flash registered on your your, uh, you had a seizure and it was over. You're, you're, you're dead. Yeah. So um, the storyline is basically there's the evil commander Borf has stealing, stolen... Kimberly, your I can, girlfriend. I can very much remember that. You cannot win. You cannot win. He says that over and over again. Um, and Ace, you, Kimmy. Ace is yeah. Ace and um, I forgot it was Roger. Ace and Roger is the same character. He's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde character because you're most of the time you spend your time as this kind of wimpy Roger guy dodging around and stuff. But every now and then the screen will come up and say Energize, and if you if you see that and you hit your action button right away, you turn into Ace, who is buff and Maybe a little dumber than Roger, actually. But, but He's on more, roids, much pretty more much. more effective, yes. Yeah, so he can do things like he can grapple better and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But Roger seems to be able to avoid We found that if you didn't change into ace in a lot of things, you could get through the levels faster. Oh, my son my son was watching me with it, and he made that observation. I go, you know, you're right. So, yeah, But you absolutely have to be ace at certain times.
3: And you're playing with this your blue with your uh, this Blu-ray. Is, I played controller. this
1: I played this on the PlayStation 3 because it's my blue mm-hmm. it's the only Blu-ray player I have. Of course. And so I was using the PlayStation 3 controller, for which the joypad, the left, right, up down, mimics the left, right, up down on the All those remote. buttons. And then there's an action button. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually use you can go into it's playing it's playing back in Blu-ray mode, so you have your standard uh, video. Controllers like play and pause that you can bring up with another button, so you can actually pause the game, which you I couldn't did, do in the arcade. No, now. you couldn't do that at all in the arcade. You can't save. You can't save this game. How so, long
3: is the story if you watched it straight? If you watch it straight through, I think it's
1: about 12-13 minutes. It's wow. not that long, really. No, I,
3: we're I never completed that <laughs> game, and it only took twelve and thirteen <laughs> well, minutes. The,
1: the thing is, Damn. <laughs> oh, I wasted my life. The
3: thing is, eighty <laughs> bucks going through for twelve minutes going through once I you don't get through all deals. the
1: scenes, you don't see it. Randomizes the scenes, so the scenes are not not connected at all. They yeah. they have beginnings and endings that could match up pretty much with any beginning and ending, except for the ends. There's a definite. <laughs> they're all beginning like and just there's a, a different ending. levels. Yeah, right? Yeah, just a, different levels that you throw into. So you might one scene you're... Your spaceship lands, and then you're on a swamp, and then you go in a cave, and you're in a castle. It's like, well, you know, it's okay, kind
0: of it like Dragon's sense. Lair. They show you running into Definitely. the castle, right. but then you were always in a different part of the castle. So the same Any technology, time, same same, same
2: company, and then there was a the Dragon's Lair 2, same company as well. I don't think that's come out on Blu ray yet, but I mean, yeah. we know Dragon's Lair has been.
1: Yeah, the um, I know play, I had bought Dragon's Lair for. Um, DVD some time ago, and they also had a version for the computer. I hadn't played yeah, Blu-ray one. There's, there's
2: an HD PC.
1: I am not sure, but I think that – I don't know if it's a PlayStation 3 on this or if it's just the disc itself, but it seemed like the controls were laggy a little bit. That's um, what I've heard with all of these, the laggy controls. There were definitely scenes where the prompt for avoiding whatever the danger was – had to be avoided before I got into that scene, so it's, I had to push the button to go right or left before actually I was in the scene where I saw the danger. So it really was a so much of like real life. Yeah, you know, look <laughs> look forward, learn from your mistakes. Um, but uh, I don't know what you know what it costs if it's. I don't. I would say that uh, I'd be hard pressed to pay more than like twenty five dollars for this. Okay. What if you're
0: what if you're a crazy space ace fan though? Well, then you're probably gonna Are pay four cr- or five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean,
2: but you know, it, certainly there there was a time in the '80s we probably were dreaming about the day that we could have that at home.
1: Well, no, there there've been uh, if you've watched on eBay over the past uh, fifteen years, or so, no, not fifteen years, but last, last ever since eBay's come out, you've seen the laser discs that have been cobbled out of the arcade games when they finally broke down. There's been an underground market for the sell of, sale of the laser discs. Sheesh! So Why you do you just know play that? I, you know, so I didn't think he no, got the Cave? He's a private investigator.
2: Got the Brett Cave. The Brett cave. Uh, so you say about twenty-five bucks. I, I yeah, I don't know what the list price is of that. I mean, they hit, there was an animated series out of it. I know the Don Bluth didn't do it, but there was a, oh there was and a the, the Don morning. Bluth
1: art. Now, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Bluth, the Bluth art. Is beautiful. Absolutely, always was. Bluth
2: was a great artist. They, he is a great artist. They have uh, as
1: you're watching the film, you can watch it with commentary, and they have. Um, uh, who is it? Rick Dreyer, Don Bluth and Gary Goldman are, um, are all doing interviews are, are all sitting there in set they, uh, Blu-ray and HD DVD did this kind of like put a picture on top of the video that's there so you can watch them as they do commentary they mm-hmm. interact yeah. talking to each other and it adds a little bit I would say that that's actually not as exciting as I thought after about 10 minutes listening to these guys I was pretty much done um, and a lot of their recollections were flawed and error prone. <laughs> we well, invented arcade games and, you know, back they, in the 50s. But it's yeah. been
2: well over 20 years. And, yeah. and Don They is, just
1: needed a better fact checker, I think.
2: Don is almost 80. Uh,
1: Looked so, good. I mean, I yeah. don't know when this, the, the commentary was recorded. Yeah. Um, as far as being on Blu ray, uh, it didn't really add that much to the gameplay itself. I think they may have cleaned up the straight through version of it that looked when i was watching the commentary i think the the art for the game looked better than it did when i was actually playing the game so
2: okay that's interesting there you go uh so thank you thank you for, for, for taking care of that, uh, that space ace and uh long got an interesting spam this week uh which i did just points about how absolutely comics and the fanboy world has has just penetrated if you will the entire universe right now go ahead um, I don't remember it exact. Did you copy
0: it down? But basically, the subject line. <coughs> he forwarded this to me. He said, don't click. Don't click on the link. Don't
2: click on the link. Yeah, so I get this email
0: to the Moron Life email, and the subject line says, the Incredible Hulk gets big when he's angry or something oh, like that. Oh, I've seen this one. So I was kind of like. "Oh, first grade great header that you get sucked sure. in by a Hulk reference? So I'm sitting there going, okay, I know this sounds like trouble, but I'm going to click it anyways. You know. You so I'm because uh, maybe it was an incredible Hulk, you and now know? he needs
1: a new computer.
0: So Pick clicked roll. it, and inside the thing it said, "Oh, something about your girl won't. What was it? Won't shrink
3: from the Swamp Thing <laughs> or something? Yeah, <laughs> it was like
2: there was a Swamp Thing reference to the Viagra.
3: Come on, yeah, I couldn't believe it. So yeah, it was. Don't uh, be like Ant Man. <laughs> yeah,
2: be a Hulk. Which reminds me, by the way, Swamp Thing the TV series volume two will be coming out in July just before Comic Con. On DVD? Did you just step on your story? I did. A
1: little bit, but it's okay. I did. What, did. what more is to go? It's like Do an infomercial it? in the middle yeah. of it. Oh, no,
0: but it's just, just funny, though, that you know your mail enhancement emails now are... are comic-related. Are, yeah, comic-related. So it's I'm finally so proud. Cool. Yeah. I'm so proud. You'll be a Superman. But uh, here's the funny thing, though. Make her
3: your pretty pony.
0: But see, here's the funny thing. I got it to the Moron Life email, which is, you know, that's where we get all our Comic-Con, you know, press release information stuff like that. So I sit sitting there going... I wonder if they got a hold of the Comic Con email list and went, "I want to let's do our spam comic related for this list." You know what I mean? So yeah,
2: I, I don't, I don't think I got one, but then I, I just I delete. Like, yeah,
1: we're looking for a demographic that has lots of opportunities <laughs> with women, right. Comic Con. I'm list. back on. Oh, are you? That's
3: nice. Yeah, it's too bad you're
2: not going because they actually uh, got got you back on. It was. Damn.
1: Yeah. Anyway, wonder how many of those guys have problems with uh, no well, and
2: I'm going to try for next week. I got I got to come on from Shout Factory. That they release a, 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 they're releasing a Saturday morning DVD disc, like with episodes. I think Rick will appreciate that. This lawn's going to be lost on it. But Lassie and Timmy, so like an episode of Lassie and Timmy, an episode of Roy Rogers, an episode of Howdy Doody, and each disc is set for to be like, so it's like four hours of what would be the, the eight o'clock programming for little kids, and then it gets successively more. So Even
1: when I was a little kid, that stuff was boring to me. I was all Fireball XL Five. And Flash
2: Gordon is in there. The TV series the that was TV that was much later, like, yeah. though. That was
1: yeah. but I I, I was no no no, no. Tom I mean, Corbett the, Space Cadet. The, the, and,
2: Tom Corbett the, the Flash Gordon is the '50s live action oh, okay. Flash Gordon okay. series. Okay. So uh, the one episode I think that still exists on kinescope. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought it was kind of an interesting w- uh, way to package something. I don't know what the market's going to be for because it, it's more like I want to I want to watch it so I can prove that some shows that I I think I imagined might have Actually, really existed. happened. You know, so. Netflix. Sure, if they're I, even on that. I have Netflix. I'm not as fancy as you. Sad man. Sad man. who has time for Netflix? I do. <laughs> yeah, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no man. Okay, so um that's uh, that's it. I mean, we're we're out of stuff to talk about this week. Thank yeah, We can eat we can eat early. Maybe this is the sun still up.
1: We'll have our choice of restaurants. Oh. Maybe
2: we might. Uh, although I'm, I'm going for Burger King, Iron Man, Happy Meal Toys uh, or Big Kid Meal Toys, something like that. Anyway. Uh, so uh, once again, if you have any questions, comments, complaints, of course, uh, you'd like to uh, offer Lon something about the Incredible Hulk. Maybe his, Maybe you'd like to shrink from his Swamp Thing. Write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, in the meantime, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief
3: of Fanboy Planet. I'm Michael Goodson.
0: Uh, I'm Lon Lopez, and don't forget to check us out. Uh, Lon Lopez on the Booty Call, May 16th Ooh, yeah. at the South First Billiards. Absolutely. You can look us up at uh, myspace.com. That's
2: the, that's the night before Supercon. We should that's mention right. that some, oh. of us, some of us will be at Supercon. Supercon Con. Oh, yes. So, More and,
0: on Life will actually have a table at, at Supercon. Supercon and, so and, and Derek, come meet uh, the uh, cast and crew. Derek,
2: at least, will be loitering near there. Yeah. Uh, so that's 17th and 18th at the San Jose Convention Center, the <laughs> South Hall, which is
1: the big blue tent. Are you guys going to do a regular podcast without me next week?
2: Well, see, that's you know, it's hard to know. Okay, okay, that's we haven't decided. It's hard. It's a hard decision. So, kids, to make. if
1: there isn't one, it's on my fault. And 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 who is You'll that just have that? to suck on who this one that? for a week?
2: Who is it we're going to have to be without?
1: Rick Brett Snyder mm-hmm. off okay. to the Caribbean. All right, Caribbean.
2: <laughs> well, we shall remind you: use your powers only for good. Peace out.
0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Baggage from DC Comics.
1: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.
4: On this
2: uh, yeah. if I may, Rick.
4: <laughs> I know that you usually
2: say, "Oh no, I'm not editing I'm not, this out," but you are. It's I'm, not even in the outtakes. It's not not, it, no, not making the outtakes. It's not making the outtakes.
0: Hey, Rick, I'm a little tinty, little.
1: You're a sprinkler. Yeah
0: Toe, check, text, text, text Rainbird, try that
1: now. Well, stop doing S's.
0: I wanted to make sure you could dial you know, it down. I'm
3: also. Well, you
0: want some S sound in it, you otherwise you'll s- sound like snake s- ng- talking to no, a Oh, I know, but pillow. I just wanted you to try Go, it. Now. Okay, sounds good.
1: Okay. All right, let's get a clean start. Do you know what you're going to say? Not really, but let's yeah, just do it. Okay. Do you ever know what you're going
0: to say? Not really, but let's just do it.